Welcome to another edition of View from the Gallagher. I'm your host, Ian. I am a season ticket holder in the Gallagher end, of course. And today I am looking at Newcastle somehow losing to Liverpool 2-1. I'll be honest with you, this this little bonus podcast was meant to be recorded in the immediate aftermath of the game against Liverpool. It was meant to be recording with my dad, Gordon. But to be perfectly honest with you, with what we witnessed in the ground, we were both just so shocked. We just couldn't talk about the game, really. So I've had a bit of time to think about it and kind of put some thoughts together about what actually went on at St James's Park on Sunday afternoon as Newcastle somehow contrived to lose 2-1 to 10-man Liverpool. Liverpool played with 10 men for 17 minutes of the game, all of which they were they were behind until they equalised and then scored the winner. Like Our goal didn't come when they were down to 10 men, is what I'm trying to say. We were already 1-0 up before that happened. So what went wrong? What what was what are the lessons from this particular match? Let's get into it. Ultimately, the game started with Liverpool actually pressing and on top, and then we kind of got a foothold in the game and we started to impose ourselves on them after the first few minutes, and we were looking good. Anthony Gordon was the standout player, which would be the case for it the entire time he was on the pitch. And Liverpool were lucky not to be down to 10 men before... They were down to 10 men, so obviously Van Dijk did get sent off. But before that, I think Trent can count himself very fortunate that he was still on that pitch for the full game because he got booked and then two minutes later he fouled Gordon and didn't get booked and it was really the, a case of the referee bottling it because he'd only just booked him and he didn't want to send him off. That said, they did go down to 10 men a few minutes after that when Van Dijk did bring uh, Isak down when he was through on goal and... That was the moment that changed the game because we were already 1-0 up at that point. Anthony Gordon had scored a fantastic goal, really deserved goal. He, he broke through and his finish was sublime. And the atmosphere within St James's Park when that happened was just incredible. Uh, it was bouncing, it was loud. I've not heard it like that for a long, long time. And it was amazing. But the game changed, like I say, with the red card. And, be- and it changed because... You would think we we should have just then gone on and dominated the game and won the game at a canter, but it didn't happen. And I think it didn't happen because we decided to change the way we play. We changed our identity. We normally play flat out in their faces. And I think we sort of didn't know what to do against 10 men. So we ended up playing this game, this system, this this way where it was a case of Let's try and keep possession and then break them down like that. But that isn't us. That isn't what Newcastle are. That's not our identity. And I think it cost us. I really do. I think we should have just carried on being us against 10 men and we probably would have had more success. It's not to say we didn't have chances. We did create some more chances in the second half. Almiron had our best chances, really. He hit the post with one of them, which was a really good effort and a little bit unlucky. But his his other effort was was simply unacceptable in a sense. Um, he blasted it over the bar. And, and in games like this, in these big games, these are the games we want to be part of. We want to be in these sorts of games. 
you have to take your chances when they come to you against this sort of team. You cannot be wasting chances like that often because ultimately, as we found out yesterday, it comes back to bite you. I believe if we'd have gone 2-0 up at any point in that game, we would have won yesterday. But we never managed to do it. And fair play to Liverpool. Their attacking threat is is sensational, even with 10 men, you know. Um, But it leads me to the second issue, in a sense, of the game, and that was some of the substitutions. Now, I'll caveat this with, I think, I don't know whether Gordon was taken off because he picked up a little bit of a knock. For me, he wasn't possibly moving quite as fluently as he should have been, and maybe that was why he was brought off. But when Gordon came off, that changed the game again. That really did change the game, because we were just not the same team when he went off. Everything down our left-hand side was fantastic yesterday with Gordon on the pitch. His defensive work, his attacking work, they could not cope with him. He was sensational. So why did he take him off? Like I said, if he was injured or not picked up an arc, then fair enough. But if he wasn't, he should never have been taken off in a sense. He should, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to be in a situation really where how he's always removing the same players just because he wants to. I don't know appease some players more than others I don't know maybe maybe Howe has learnt a lesson here in what he needs to do in terms of being a manager and perhaps just being a little bit more ruthless in those big moments and that leads me on to Howe as well so listen Howe has done a wonderful job for us absolutely fantastic and I really was disappointed to see people starting to question him and in in a sense of like, should he be our manager? Now, absolutely, we can completely question his decision making yesterday. But I think we need to look. We do need some context here. We've been brilliant under Howe. He's allowed a bad day at the office as well every now and then. And I am sure, knowing what I know about Eddie Howe, is he will reflect on this. He will go away. He will think, what could I do better? And then he'll learn from his mistakes. And and look, this is a journey that we're on and there are going to be bumps on the road. This is obviously one huge bump on the road. But let's not overreact as a fan base. Let's learn from it. Let's, you know, put it into context. It's one match. It's a massive disappointment. We're all gutted. But ultimately, that's all it is. And we do need to move on. We've got some fixtures coming up where we would hope to be able to pick up quite a few points from. So that, you know, that's that's obviously really important for us Brighton away next is going to be very tough though so that that's going to be a big challenge and a, a big game to come back to um, and really you, you, you kind of hope we pick up a result there because if we don't then you know would that put doubts in the players mind in a sense but just going back to the substitutions and, and Howe's decision-making, I think I don't want to be too critical of Howe because ultimately I, d- I don't think that's necessary. But I do think... I, d- I would also question again with Tonali coming off rather than maybe Bruno. C- what, why was that decision made? Was it was it made because of fitness or was it made for another reason? I, I, I'm not sure what's going on there because I thought Tonali was playing better than Bruno. But unless it's a fitness thing... I. I can't understand why that decision was made, but maybe that's just me. We've then got the issue of uh, Botman, who went off injured and he was hobbling. He was, he was sort of supported 
as he went off, and that's not good. So we'll see what happens with that. Will we go into the transfer market this week and pick up another centre-back? Because we're already light in that position, and if Botman's injured, it's massively worrying. So we'll see what happens there. We might end up with a new defender by the end of the week. And then my final point is this. When we play Liverpool, do we have a deeper-rooted issue in the club of that of when we face them like is there is there a is there a mentality issue when we play liverpool because yeah there's been some classic matches over the years between the two teams but we are always on the wrong end of them and to be perfectly honest with you I'm fed up of always being on the wrong end of those results we've had very few positive results against liverpool over the years and I don't think that's just down to us not being good because yeah, for 15 years under Ashley, we were we were not good. But there's also the 90s and the early 2000s when we were good, and we'd had similar issues. We just we just seem to always be on the wrong end of this against them. And I I think it's something as a club we have to get over at some point. I think there's a question there that needs asking, like why why are we so fearful or why what you know do we just over respect these successful teams because we're similar with man united and yeah you could point to the fact that because they're successful that means they win lots of games but you'd have expected us to have possibly won a few more games against liverpool over the years than we actually have done so i don't know if there's just something a bit deeper issue at the club there i'm not sure but i am fed up of being on the wrong end of these results absolutely fed up of it and I was gutted, gutted about yesterday. So that's it. We move on. I think we learn lessons from this and it's going to sting for a long, long time, this one. I've not come out of the ground feeling quite as despondent as I did yesterday for a long, long time. I couldn't think of an example. However, my, my dad, um, he did sort of say the only thing he could equate it to more recent, in more recent memory was was losing to the Mackhams at home when they scored late on to win. Um, and that kind of feeling of absolute sickness. I think that's up there with that. And yeah, cup final defeats, that's another one. It doesn't happen that often when you feel this bad about a result. But this one's a very tough one to take. Very, very tough one to take. But we move on. We play Brighton at the weekend and... Hopefully the the team can bounce back and get our season back on track. We've had a difficult start. We don't need to panic. If we look at how we compared the results to last season, we've done exactly what we did last season. We beat Villa at home. We lost to Man City away and we lost to Liverpool at home. So in that sense, it's okay. (laughs) Let's try and be positive about it. It's a long season. We've got a good team and we will win more games than we lose. It's just this one's very tough to take. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'll be back with a live recording of the next issue of the podcast at 9pm on Friday on my YouTube channel. Go check that out. Or you can catch the podcast on Friday evening or Saturday morning from wherever you normally download your podcasts. Thanks for listening and have a good week. Mm